Hello and welcome to Potter Nims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al, and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me and you know most of this already, or you're like me and most of this is a surprise, I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. This week, I want to talk about Gilderoy Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart. You look very confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Lockhart, I'm. You is, know who this is? I'm pretty sure I know. I'm an image is coming into my head. Uh, is this the mm-hmm. professor who comes in for like a book or two? And he's got, like, kind of flowy blonde hair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. He is in one book, book two. <laughs> Just to confuse you there. Um, he is uh, the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor in yes. the Chamber of Secrets book. Yes. And is he mm-hmm. kind of the guy that he doesn't really know what he's talking about or makes stuff up? or? Yes. He's, he's a bit of a buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we'll, we'll get into more of that, but he's not, he's not particularly talented, but he's very boastful and vain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, amongst the dark arts teachers, Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers, he is my favorite character. Oh. I don't think he's the best teacher at all, but I just think he's such a fun character. <laughs> he's like so crazy, um, that I just love him. So. All right. <laughs> There's that little tidbit. Well, he's got a pretty interesting name. <laughs> he does, So yes. I'm curious to know what meanings it might hide within. Well, before I go into that, I just want to mention a few things about his personality that, that connect to his yeah. names. Um, so uh, besides being the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher that one year, um, he his main profession is author. Mm-hmm. He has written many best-selling books, including... Magical Me, his autobiography, Gadding with Ghouls, Voyages with Vampires, Break with a Banshee, Holidays with Hags, Travels with Trolls, Wanderings with Werewolves, Marauding with Monsters, Year with the Yeti. Are you noticing a pattern here? Yeah, this guy really (laughs) likes alliteration. Indeed, Mm. indeed. So he has, uh, besides having a fun name, he has several titles. Um, He's Order of Merlin, third class. Um, He's an honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League. And his favorite claim to fame, five-time winner of Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Mm Uh-huh. You're getting a picture of this guy more and more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he is a very handsome guy. You remember his his flowing Mm -hmm. golden locks. Um, But very vain about it, you know? Um, very foppish, um, but he was popular with with witches. Um, he had a had a way with the ladies, um, including Molly Weasley, Ron's mom, and at first even Hermione is a bit uh, a bit charmed oh, by yes. him. So he's very braggadocious. He's always bragging about the his exploits, the things he's done, and how talented he is, and how much he knows about everything. Um, but this is very unwarranted <laughs> vanity. 
He's only really good at one thing. Do you remember what that is? Um, no. He's very good at memory charms. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he went around talking to people, hearing all the things that they did. He got down all the details, uh, and then he wiped their memory and pretended oh, wow. that he did it. Okay. So in a way, yes. he used other people's experiences to basically be his ghostwriters for all of his books. <laughs> wow. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. So he's he's basically stealing all these good deeds that people have done and passing them mm. off as his own. But he, he justifies it, you know, saying like, well, but th- they're so ugly, they wouldn't look good on the cover <laughs> of a book, you know, and things like that. He's, he's such a vain, uh, terrible guy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But he's funny about it, so I love it. Uh. <laughs> uh, but he does end up getting his his ironic just desserts um, at the end of Chamber of Secrets um, when he, he tries to use Ron's broken wand to erase his and Harry's memories, but it backfires and erases Lockhart's memory. Oh. So he doesn't remember who he is, and he ends up in St. Mungo's Hospital for magical maladies and injuries uh, for the rest of his life. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he really got his comeuppance there. Yeah, his own his own sword, so to speak. Wow. A, yeah, it yeah. would have only been better if he also like all of his hair fell out or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a, a little uh, tidbit that relates to that later on. Oh, okay. So we're up to the name Gilderoy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so J.K. Rowling has said that she found this name in a book called Brewer's Dictionary of Phrase and Fable. And it is the name of at least one, perhaps two, um, famous Scottish Highland outlaws oh, okay. um, who were known to be very handsome um, and had poetry written about their exploits with women and law-breaking. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seems appropriate, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit mm-hmm. in there. Handsome, uh, handsome guys, uh, you know, not on the up and up, but uh, with a way with women. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like Gilderoy Lockhart. Definitely does. <laughs> I have a little bit of a, of a poem about Gilderoy. Oh, okay. Um, the Outlaws, yes. And forgive me while I put on a Scottish accent for uh, this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gilderoy was a bonny boy, had roses till his shoon. His stockings were of silken soy with garters hanging down. It was, I ween, a comely sight to say such trim a boy. He was my joy and heart's delight, my handsome Gilderoy. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Al. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's just a lot of the words are spelled, you know, with a Scottish pronunciation, so you kind of have to try it. (laughs) Right, for the rhyme to actually work, you got to pronounce it that way. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So Gilderoy uh, actually is f- a variation on the Scottish uh, and Irish name Gilroy, mm-hmm. which means son of the red haired servant or son of the king's servant. Hmm. So perhaps that's maybe not the most appropriate meaning. Yeah. But if you think of it in a different way, you know, it's from Gilroy, but J.K. Rowling added the, the little duh in there to make it Gilderoy. Mm-hmm. And. D- it sounds a lot like guild. Do you know what that means? Well, um, yeah. G-I-L-D, like, not G-U-I-L-D. <laughs> okay. Like a, like a gilded sword, like golden, uh, gold added to something accented with gold, something like that? 
Yes, basically. Um, to gild something is to cover it in gold. So the exterior mm -hmm. is all golden, but the interior is something different and, and less valuable. So, uh -huh. you know, it's, it's golden and shining on the outside, but not so much on the inside. It's kind of fake, superficial in that way, which is very appropriate for Gilderoy Lockhart. Very appropriate, and also uh, literally would change the name of Gilroy from uh, red hair to golden hair. Mm, yes, indeed. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Lockhart is also from Scottish, um, which means brave and hearty. So mm -hmm. this is maybe more appropriate for his public persona and not the yes. not the real man inside. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I am envisioning, and I'm not sure if this actually happens or not, him running away from a lot of situations or hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him doing that. Yes, he, he kind of does that, but in a way where he makes it seem like, oh, I was just too late, darn, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But J.K. Rowling has said she actually found the name Lockhart on a war memorial at a church in Edinburgh, and she thought that it sounded hollow, which would be appropriate for Lockhart. You know, mm. nothing on the inside, no substance. It's just a shell of a, of a construct of a person. Yeah. And then um, some fans have also uh, noted that Lockhart, which is spelled L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T, sounds like Lockhart, H-E-A-R-T, you know, which maybe, you know, he locks up the brave hearts of others with his memory charms. Oh, that might, okay. might be a bit of a stretch, but it also could work where he locks up, as in he, he captures the hearts of witches around the world. Ah, okay. Mm. Yes. Yes, both, <laughs> both ways have a meeting and fit with his personality and actions. Mm -hmm. So yes, this is a very fitting name. It perfectly it describes the, his, <laughs> him as a character. This yes. kind of boastful, uh, gilded personality that everyone loves and thinks is so brave and has all these stories that he's told and has the face to be on covers of magazines and books and everything else. Mm -hmm. But on the inside, uh, maybe not so much. Yes. You know, in that way, you know, um, Lockhart was a, a Ravenclaw. So okay. he was in the house that prized intelligence. Uh -huh. So he was very clever. Um, but the, the um, sorting hat almost put him in Slytherin. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, he valued learning a lot, which is the Ravenclaw value, but he valued it because the knowledge would bring him accolades. Yeah. And it, he was ambitious. So it's a real tough thing. Like, do you think he should have been in Ravenclaw or do you think he's actually more of a Slytherin? Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, he definitely seems like he's selfish and narcissistic and mm -hmm. i'm curious i think if he was put into slytherin mm -hmm. he he could have been way worse he could <laughs> that's have probably true <laughs> been very he could have taken that initial drive to uh, you know get himself to the top of the hierarchy get himself attention and fame and power uh, and perhaps uh mm -hmm. over the years in slytherin that could have gone down a slippery slope to <laughs> more on the dark side of of power and fame and mm -hmm. maybe he would have ended up a a follower of Voldemort and um, mm. been a, a much 
a much worse guy rather than just essentially lying to people and stuff like yeah. that. He could have mm-hmm. done some real damage. That's true. I suppose when you look at it that way, he's not as bad as he could have been. <laughs> yeah. So we might need to thank the sorting hat for putting him right? in Ravenclaw and, and trying to push him more towards that direction right? than what could have been worse. Mm. So I have a couple of kind of just fun facts about Lockhart here I thought I'd throw in. Yeah. So it's not really explained in the book, but Dumbledore apparently hired Lockhart knowing he was a fraud. So he wasn't duped by him. Um, but okay. he he was looking at this in two ways. One, as an opportunity to expose Lockhart. You know, if he put him in a room with a bunch of kids and his lack of knowledge is going to come out, you know? Mm-hmm. That was his thought, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, and also, it would teach the students how not to be. <laughs> Okay. Give them an example yeah. of, of a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of break break the role model uh, mm-hmm. and show, hey, maybe this isn't the type of person you should aspire to be or learn from. I, I can see right. it kind of both ways. Part of me yeah. is like, well, did the kids suffer for a year not really right? actually learning stuff? Or right. was it just a different type of, of learning? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Did they learn how to deal with people like that? who they're going to encounter on the real board or how to think on their own, you know, like the first class, he sets loose a bunch of Cornish pixies and then, you know, they go, it's mayhem, you know, it's a disaster, (laughs) but you know, then he, he, he bugs out and he's like, okay, you, you three just nip the last of them back into the cage. Right. And and they got to learn for themselves how to do it. And they do, you know? Yeah. So So. in a way, Dumbledore, uh, is forcing, he's pushing the kids into the pool and they have to learn how to swim. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That old technique. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a fun fact for you. Gilderoy Lockhart is the only character in the books that J.K. Rowling has explicitly said was based entirely on a real person. And do we know who that real person is? No, she won't tell us who it is, um, although fans have guessed that it was her ex-husband, and she has said, no, it wasn't him. Mm -hmm. But she did say that she barely exaggerated the personality of this person. Mm. (laughs) And I wonder if they realize that this character is based on them. Right. Or I would think that if they are that vain, that maybe they don't realize it. (laughs) Yeah, cue that song, You're So Vain. Carly Simon for you. <laughs> we are dating ourselves again. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, and then remember how you were talking about his his hair earlier? Yeah. Um, so one real thing that he did actually do, um, he didn't steal from somebody else, was he invented a shampoo that guaranteed lustrous locks. <laughs> and it actually worked. Wow. However, the main ingredient was too dangerous and expensive to actually get to make it a viable product. Ah, darn. <laughs> yeah, because who besides Gilderoy Lockhart is going to pay hundreds of dollars for lustrous locks guaranteed shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What an interest. I can see why you really like this character. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like this perfect, like, kind of anti-hero. Um mm-hmm. 
where like he's very entertaining and yes just a bad person but <laughs> that's in a way like it's it's i struggle in with such it a fun way like, i'm like okay like <laughs> yeah you're doing like you're doing bad things like you're a liar yeah. like you're i don't like he's you, terrible but i but like he's so funny yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's so over the top about it. Mm, mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's very easy to kind of <laughs> seem ridiculous and get humor out of it. And mm-hmm. we're almost, I mean, we're laughing at him a lot. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's not a good good character, but he's such a good character, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a fine line to, to mm-hmm. write a character like that. So Exactly. So well done. Yeah. So that is Gilderoy Lockhart. Yes. Well, quite an interesting character. A lot of fun little stories in there, um, <laughs> but I really, I really do like the connections to his name. There's a, some some fun stuff in there that J.K. put in, even if she kind of actually pulled these names just from books or you know names she just saw um, mm-hmm. places. Um, there are definitely still those connections that make sense to his personality and his looks as well. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, um, I'm excited to learn more about other fun characters like this. And if you are mm-hmm. too, definitely subscribe to the Potternims podcast. Please uh, rate and review us and share with your friends as well. And you can check us out online, Facebook and Instagram at Potternims, and find us on YouTube as well. Yes, we are animated on YouTube. And if you want some more bonus content, some uh, you know tangents that cut out of the episode, gag reels, we've got some quizzes and wallpapers, um, head on over to Patreon. You can support us there at patreon.com slash Potternims and get a whole bunch of extra content. Extra content. Woohoo! Yeah. Well, until next time, I'm Eric. And I'm Al. And this has been Potternims. Potternims.